Hey there, Pastor Mark Jordan here from Hope Church. Thank you for stopping by and welcome to our online ministry. While you're here, make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can stay up to date on all the content that's released. And while you're online, visit us at our webpage at placeofhope.org. Hope Church is on a mission to introduce people to Jesus and fuel their love for Him. And we hope that this message today is helpful and inspiring for you as you continue to take your next step on your faith journey. Once again, thanks for visiting us and make sure to check us out at placeofhope.org. Bob, we found ourselves in a really um, not so Christmassy, happy, joyous part of his life. Um, when we talk about the blood and the stripes on these candy canes. So the next thing is the red stripes. Those wide red stripes were added to the candy cane to represent that love that God had for us, that he would give his son's blood on the crucifixion so that we could be forgiven of our sins. Chapter 53 of Isaiah says this, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. And it's so hard for us sometimes to think about that this tiny baby does have a destiny. And that destiny is not only to to come and to, to be a savior, but to also suffer. And by that same suffering, we f- can understand and we can feel and we have that peace and that joy to know that God has healed our relationship with, with him, but also that we can experience healing in our bodies and we can experience healing in our relationships with other people as well because of what Jesus has done. His great love in our hearts, his great love that that echoes through our lives around us, helps us to see his beauty and helps other people to see him in us. And so those stripes, they're incredibly important. That red blood that came for us. Ephesians 1.7 also talks about, about the same stripes in his blood, that his rich kindness and grace that purchased our freedom with his blood and his son and forgave our sins. Those, that blood that made us pure and white as snow. Now, we don't get snow a lot of times here around Christmas. I grew up in Virginia where, where um, we didn't get snow either. We got ice. And if you know anything about that, it's not any fun, okay? But the reality is, is that beauty that comes at winter for us, being able to see that white purity that comes down. It reminds us, too, that we can have that type of relationship, that God empowers us through his Holy Spirit to live a life without sin. Now, not the easiest thing to do, right? But that empowerment from God comes in in that heartbeat of him for us. And we see that in the the white stripes, not the band, but <laughs> we go ahead and hit that next slide if it's available. Um, 
Oh, maybe not. Okay. But it's from Hebrews chapter, there it is, purification from sin, from the white. Hebrews 9, 14. Just think how much more the blood of Christ will purify our consciousness from sinful deeds so that we can worship the living God. For the power of the eternal spirit, Christ offered himself to God as a perfect sacrifice for our sins. Now, we talked already a little bit about the abomination that fruity candy canes are. But in the book, you heard, you heard him talk about that peppermint. It was Katie, Katie's favorite flavor. But it reminded him of a couple things, right? It was, it's, has a beautiful smell and a beautiful aroma. And it also reminded him of the spices that were given for the child at the time of the nativity. So when we talk about the sweet fragrance of Christ, that is the remembrance that we have with, with this, um, this beautiful thing called peppermint that God has made in his creation. Now, one of the things that um, I think is really interesting about smell is that it is something that is greatly connected to our memories, right? You know, for a few years, a few years ago, I was in the hospital, um, and... Uh, I had a long, a long stint there, um, and they would come in to, to do injections while I was there, and they had these little alcohol wipes. And still, my wife uses these little alcohol wipes to clean glasses. And it's not the same ones. You know, these are Carl Zeiss ones or whatever. But every time she opens one and I smell it, I have this feeling in my gut that, oh, it's that same feeling. But that peppermint smell... It should get into our hearts and our minds, and then we can think about it all the time. Now, the scripture tells us, and this is not the scripture that we have. We're gonna we're gonna read that one too in a second. But the scripture tells us that you know Jesus calls us to be a city on a hill, the light of the world, and the salt of the earth. And by the salt, you know it's easy to think about light. There's lights all over the place. If we turn them off, it's dark. Okay, we get that. But salt is a little bit different. It does so many different things, right? Flavors your food. It makes anything it touches taste better, all right? Um, even if you're, which is crazy, even if your orange juice is tart, you know, people think, well, I'm going to put some sugar in it. It doesn't help. But if you put some salt in your orange juice, it actually gets sweeter. Did you know that? It's crazy. Try it. But, but, Salt, everything it touches, changes that flavor. But so much of flavor is connected to smell. I remember when I was a kid um, watching Mr. Wizard on Nickelodeon. And he stuck an apple under somebody's nose, but then gave them something else to eat. And they were like, he's like, what is that? And they're like, it's an apple. And it was something completely different. I don't remember what it was. But it's so connected to that flavor and so when we think about what it means to be the salt of the earth and to flavor the world around us, maybe peppermint in that same way, that spice, that flavor that was put into the nativity, the spice that the, those, those um, wise men brought, that smell that comes from that peppermint, we can remind ourselves to be fragrant before the world so that the smell of God, his love, the, the aroma of that makes it into the world around us. Check out this piece of scripture for, for us here. It's from Ephesians 5, 2. 
live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. And that harkens back to the book of Leviticus, where they talked about the sacrifices there made, and then the aroma would rise to heaven. It would make God so happy. So in the same way as our lives are given, we can begin to give the gift of God's love to other people. And that's the final thing that this, this, this candy cane can remind us of, is the love of Christ. You know, Christmas is, um, is a difficult time for a lot of people. Sometimes it's full of joy, but sometimes it's full of a lot of um, strife in families. Sometimes it's full of a lot of grief over ones that we've lost. And the love of Christ can be healing for that. In our world, when we are dealing with the struggles that we are dealing with right now all around, when people are feeling the heaviness of financial burdens, when they're feeling the heaviness of war around the world, when they're feeling the heaviness of life, the love of Christ can be the answer for that. But the reality is, and this is what the scripture would tell us, how can anybody know unless we tell them? How can anybody know about the goodness of God unless they can see it and feel it and understand it in the way that the body of Christ shares it with them? And so if we can take the, the clue from the candy cane, all the, the representation of what it is, the great love that God has for us, for us all wrapped up in a single package, that presents the love of Christ, this perfect gift for us. How much life can we bring to the world around us? We all know this piece of scripture, John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And, you know, in that, in that book, there's a picture of a golden city in the sky. But the reality is, is that that eternal life that we receive starts now. Right now. And for people in our world who are dealing with the heaviness of sin and the heaviness of the burden of this earthly life, an eternal life is an answer that is the best gift that Christmas could ever give them. And we as believers, if we believe in him, we're not on the road to perishing, but we are now in eternal life. And sometimes we forget that it's not something that's coming down the road, but it's something right now, and it's something that that person right next to you needs. So I want to encourage you to live your life like that candy cane. Live your life in a way that presents that gospel to people so they can know and feel the great love and the gift of Jesus Christ. And let's pray.
Father, this morning, we thank you so much that you have opened our hearts to the understanding of a simple symbol, one that we've, we've been a part of and had access to since we were little kids, part of our probably our favorite memories of Christmas. And, and God, I pray that we would never look at a simple candy cane the same way again. But every time that we, we see its shape, every time that we, we taste the, the beautiful peppermint, every time that we smell that aroma that comes from it, God, every time we feel the cooling and the healing and we see the beauty of your, your sacrifice given for us and its representation, God, that you would open our hearts to share that over and over again with people. God, forgive us for commercializing who you are. Forgive us from, from taking gift-giving and the idea of it being a representation to you and turning it into competition and turning it into however much we can get. But God, help our hearts to be focused more on you each and every moment of this season. God, help us to see this world as you see it to give our lives in the same way that you gave yours so that other people can know your great love and your great mercy and find hope and find joy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you again for joining us today. We are glad that you stopped by. Again, we want to encourage you to visit us online at placeofhope.org. If you're in the Paulding County area there, you can get service times, directions, and information about all of our awesome activities for children, for students, and for adults. Again, Hope Church is on a mission to introduce people to Jesus and fuel their love for Him, and we hope to provide you the heart fuel you need to follow Jesus. Thanks again.